Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Three Losers in a Church. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Um, so last time we talked about faith, like all the other episodes we usually do. <laughs> Thanks. Last episode, episode 13, was titled Christians versus the World. This episode, this time, episode 14, is going to be titled Christians in the world. See what we did there? Creative, right? So it's kind of <laughs> part two of a uh, two-part series. Yeah, Sam, take it back away. Yeah. Um, so the verse that we were looking at last time, Leviticus 11, uh, verse 45, For I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. I believe that was what we started off with last episode and to dive into this episode. So the question that we're going to be discussing, or the first question we'll be discussing is, how do you try to be different from the world without being elitist? Is there um, an <laughs> inherent level of elitism in Christianity? Uh, sorry, you, the, we don't have the video anymore, so you couldn't see the mic falling down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been on my mind a lot lately. Um, I think there's a certain... Well, I don't know. So the gospel is kind of inherently exclusive, right? Mm. Like Jesus says there's one way to the Father. And I think right there is like immediately very jarring to people who are hearing the gospel for the first time or like struggling with faith. Interesting. Yeah. And then like, of course there's the way that we present it also. It could be very exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed <laughs> to be inclusive. Yeah. We were talking about sort of that in our discussion groups last night too, where like there's a way of presenting information mm. where if you pre present like an ultimatum, like if you don't believe this, you're going to die versus like, focusing on the life side of things like this is what mm. you get out of this kind of thing well not that makes it sound like it's a transaction when i say it that way like you'll get this that also but, comes with a culture right i think if we're going to talk about the world the world the way the world prioritizes or looks at things now is drastically well it has been changing over time right that's actually a question that we talk a lot about when before i left my summer camp was how do we present the gospel to middle schoolers now mm. Because a lot of the people that grew up in our church or like start off in our church, they were presented the gospel in a manner of conviction. And then as time goes on, you can you can share the conviction story over and over again, but kids stopped caring. Like numbers were going down when we had like um altar calls and everything. So the question was, how do you share it in a way that lines up or like allows people to see how it's, it can be a priority for them. Mm. So I think that's something interesting as well. Yeah. Not to mention, I feel like just the lifestyle of, like, depending on how quote-unquote extreme you take Christianity, it can come off as very elitist. Like, oh, yeah, I don't drink or party or socialize in this way, and I do this, blah, blah, blah. And, like, even if that's not your intention, I think... I don't know, certain people can be like, oh, that's very prim and snooty of you. Uh, language as well. The way you speak, the things you reference. Mm. Any friend group, any um, community. Yeah. Always have some level of like gatekeeping in a sense, mm. right? Because you don't 
have that knowledge or that shared experience. Therefore, you do not understand. Mm-hmm. The word elitism just has really negative vibes. Um, yeah. And so does like exclusive in some ways. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I, I know that's not what you meant by it, but right. I think. But it, it does like inherently sound negative, yeah, right? And, like, it's really easy to think of negative examples of like Christians being elitist or exclusive or like certain people can't do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, that. I think is kind of inherent in some ways, as the question says, Mm. but also like that's not like the level of real exclusive and like elitism. I'm drawing a blank for a better word, but like that does exist. So like there's earthly examples of elitism and like exclusiveness Mm. that are really negative, really bad. But then there's also kind of like, Oh, the one way. Right. And yeah. Like I want to say like difficulty. And like, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not drawing a blank on the correct word, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. And it's weird too. Cause like it's quote unquote exclusive, but like you said, it's also supposed to be inclusive or is that you? One of you said it. Thank you, Sam. You said it. It doesn't matter to the audience cause they can't see where I'm looking, but like, so it's like, it's, it's supposed to be exclusive, but like also it's supposed to be inclusive right. to every, like just because there's like one way doesn't mean like that's supposed to be off limits to anyone. Like all are welcome to it yet. Yeah. But you raise a good point from like in your reference to hub, right? Like presentation of information can ultimately determine like the betrayal, right? Can what? Uh, it ultimately um, determines the portrayal of your, oh. like, of Christianity. Right. I thought you said betrayal. I, I was confused. For some, it might be betrayal. <laughs> right. That's true. Because then, and then, I don't know. You have to decide how to present it without watering it down or, like, talking down to people. Because mm. then that, I feel like, is what comes off as pretentious or elitist, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Maybe that's. I can't remember what mindset I was in when I wrote these questions because it was a few weeks ago. But like, yeah, I definitely was feeling like, I don't know. I can't think of the words. But basically like, I even getting like when I wrote the evangelism question too, it's like some people think evangelism just doesn't make any sense because it comes off as like elitist. But from- others believe that it's a necessity right and i like saw this video once it was really awful it was like this american woman like evangelizing in another country and her idea of evangelism was just her like on a bridge yelling about (laughs) about jesus basically like the most stereotypical like if a movie was going to make fun of like a church evangelist it would have been this woman and people were being, they were like, can you please like leave our bridge? Right. He's like, you're being obnoxious. <laughs> and she was just like, man, you people need the gospel. You're allowed people, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what are you doing? Like, this is yeah. so bad. Like, huh. Sure, we need the gospel, but you're also using our bridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that reminds me a lot. I feel like this is, I wish we talked about this like a couple weeks ago, but um, when those evangelists were on the UMass campus, Oh, yeah. There was a lot of flack and, like, reactions going around to that. Um, 
to give context, there were I don't know what organization they were with, but they it's these people who just go on campus and they just stand on a little step stool and they just start preaching and condemning people for not believing in the in the gospel. Mm. Um, saying like gays are gonna go hell, stuff like that. Um, there's a few photos right now circulating or that were circulating of like gay couples like kissing in front of them. But then I think what crew did, which I think was kind of cool, was that they set up a booth right next to them or like nearby. I was like, hey, like, how can we pray for you? And like, uh, we were sorry or something like for those people. I, I didn't like that part, but it was like, it was just like, oh, trying to like battle that as well. Like, we're not all about that, right? Because people always look at the extremes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, I wonder if that's where some of this idea of <laughs> like that's. <laughs> That's like the epitome of elitism, if not something worse, <laughs> you know, like Agreed. I'm way better than you, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm to the point where I'm just going to get up and yell <laughs> what's about the, it. What's the thing that Pastor Josh showed you, Tyler, when you were in Hub? A bullhorn guy. Bullhorn guy. Mm. That's the first thing that came to mind when you started describing that. I remember that. I think that was a Rob Bell video, right? If I can remember, I it's a Rob Bell video, but um, yeah, in kind of a premise, it's about uh, a lot of the time, especially in cities and stuff, and that was a prime example of just like kind of poorly executed evangelism, mm. um, for lack of a better word, but where it's just like loud and unnecessary and overtly negative and kind of condemning, mm. um, instead of like loving and uh, like like adjusting people well right mm. um and kind of but in a way kind of us sitting here right i was thinking about this where i was like that's bad evangelism and like <laughs> this is good and i was like wait like what like why why do i think i have the right <laughs> idea of what is good and bad and i was like uh, then i was kind of spiraling but um, <laughs> like yeah like so there's a whole nother like level to this of like what we perceive us as a group, I as a person mm. as good and bad, effective, not effective evangelism. Mm. Right. right. Um, yeah. And like, to what degree is, am I right? And of course there's extremes and you can point to either side and be like, Oh, that's not enough. Or that's, uh, that's, a, little, that's a little much, but right. Cause I feel like I heard somebody recently say that like evangelism is outdated or it's something true, along yeah. those lines. And I don't know. I don't know what to think of that because yeah. I, I can definitely see why somebody would say something like that. But also, like we're told to spread the gospel. <laughs> but so. that's. But I think that's such an interesting point, though. Like, it's how people interpret that phrase: mm-hmm. spread the gospel, right? Because mm-hmm. um, when Tyler was talking about like, oh, like who is he to judge, or he is who is he to like say that's good or bad evangelism? I instantly think about like as a leader, one of my biggest biggest. Um, discomforts as when a student asks, can we just evangelize? And for mm. me, I'm just like, what does that mean? Right. Right. It's like, and then for them, their version of evangelizing is like walking down the street and saying, Hey, do you know Jesus? Hey, do you know about this guy named Jesus? Can I share with you the gospel? Right. Mm. Um, and then pairing that with what you said about like, Oh, it's outdated. I think it goes back to the first point. Like culturally it's shifting, right? Like to share that information, like everyone, almost everyone's like, Oh, you're Christian. That's cool. You believe in a guy named Jesus. Yeah. Like, they have some like loose grasp of like kind of what the gospel is like on paper, but like it's, I think it goes beyond that now. Right. Yeah. Um, and I also personally have some issues with just like street evangelism because I think 
people always remember the sharing and they always talk about, oh, the sharing was so good. But it's the aftermath, right? It's the it's the follow up that I think is a necessity to care about. Yeah. Like I have a hard time picturing myself walking hanging out in front of Antonio's and being like, Hey, do you know Jesus? But like I don't know. I'd rather like build a relationship with somebody and then yeah. it like sparks I don't know, it comes a lot of times it comes up naturally. Cause they're like, Oh, you're a Christian. Mm. What? Yeah. Say what? And then they're like I don't know. They ask questions or I can be like, yeah, this is why I believe this. I don't know. To me, I don't know. But then to me, that feels more natural, obviously. But should I be feeling a bit unnatural? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I like jumping this game of in my head of like, and no, you should never feel comfortable. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> that's my life motto. Uh, but like, yeah, it's like, I, like I'm in this weird sense of like, neither is good enough right mm. and of course i'm a type of person who's like there for the long haul you know like yeah a little bit by a little bit <laughs> move the mountain but like, <laughs> maybe that's not the most effective for lack of better word mm. um and it's all like uh, everything falls back to intent too like what is your what is your goal in building this relationship with this person or evangelizing to that random person on the street right right uh, if it's to make a convert, like, good for you. Yeah. Is that, is that, yeah, is that good? Like, is that the point? Right. And so, like, because when you say make disciples, yeah. Is a disciple somebody who just is convinced on the street and then doesn't do anything about it? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it falls back to like intent. Yeah. I mean, everything falls back to intent in life, but yeah, I think that was one of the words you said you hated. I do. I wouldn't be surprised. It seems <laughs> <out> to the <laughs> list. <laughs> of mixed feelings, you know, yeah. like every day. <laughs> I think you are just a mixed feeling. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in class. Would love to play devil's advocate because. It's fun to argue the opposite side that you believe or just the random side because, you know, <laughs> who knows? I had a boss who would change sides of an argument like mid-argument. Yes, I would love to do that. He just loved to argue. <laughs> Drove me crazy. I'd be like, dude, I agree with you. Like, why are you yelling? <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with you anymore. <laughs> you wrote this in particular. Do you do it? How do you do it? And how aggressive do you get with it? I, 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 why the word aggressive? I can't remember. I really wish I could. Like, I remember I was like hyped when I wrote these questions about something. And I wish I could remember like what, what was going through my head. Cause like, I don't know. When I think of like aggressive evangelism, I think of like Billy Graham, not necessarily aggressive, like angry or violent, but like just going out and evangelizing the masses, you know, I don't know. Or like, I don't know. Even I read the stories of the apostles too. And they're just like, like all you read about is that what they're doing, like making disciples and sharing the gospel. And I'm sure they had other things going on in their lives, but it wouldn't make much sense to write that part down in the Bible about them eating chicken nuggets, <laughs> dude. You know, they like, like honey mustard. <laughs> they had the great debate about which sauce is the most spiritual. <laughs> which one brings you closer to God? Yeah, and that specific is another whole topic of conversation. Um, what honey mustard? Yeah, dipping sauce. Oh. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean yes, but not one that we want to continue down. But like, uh, 
what parts are recorded in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, For a later point in time. Um, <laughs> but the next point I was going to make was, yeah, it's really easy to look at Billy Graham. And interestingly, when you said the word aggressive, I did not think of that. Oh, really? I like didn't click aggressive in like that sense. Oh, I was okay. thinking like aggressive is like ah! hostile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a hostile yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, because I that's something people do too, right? Like fire and brimstone preaching. Oh yeah, like, man. I've, have you seen? He's a good yeah. motivator. Mm. I was at the Charles River like boat racing and as like a seven no seven year old, and like I got lost in the crowd and I remember I was going towards one direction and I made a Yui because I was horrified because I saw this guy just wearing like a sandwich sign um, that said like, you're going to go to hell because you don't believe in Jesus. And I was like, this horrifying drawing of a person just burning in flames. Hmm. Because oh. that's effective. Yeah. Right. And yeah. what Jesus would do. Right, yeah. That's what he did, clearly. Wore a sandwich board sign. Yeah, dude. He, Jesus is the original sandwich board <laughs> sign <was>. designer. <laughs> We had this fundraiser in high school, and I always volunteered to wear the sandwich board. It's so fun, brave man. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, your sandwich. (laughs) I love sandwiches. I go for a sandwich right now. Back to what I was saying. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So the level of like the word aggressive, I like. Oh yeah, didn't really think of that way. And then when you started explaining it, I was like, oh, interesting. And of course, you said like, oh, it's really easy to look at like Pentecost and like uh, other big evangelism days spreading the gospel mm-hmm. days right it's really easy to look back to like the ancient church and be like oh they did it right yeah right um and of course that i love that so much because <laughs> they were just as bad as we are now oh yeah but um if not i can't say if not worse but in some cases in some, <laughs> they, had, they had some good yeah they city at times but there are a lot of misunderstandings yeah of course as always but like it's really easy to look at those pinnacle times of like mass evangelism, mass conversion, I guess, for lack of a better word, um, and be envious and be like, oh shoot, what? I can't even get this one student to go to church, right? <laughs> or like this student grew up in the church and now like they don't even want to talk to me, like, <laughs> 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 right? like, like it's frustrating, and you go like, okay, this is not fair. Like they had three thousand people be like, ah, <laughs> can't even have one. Right, <laughs> like, it's like am I doing something wrong? <laughs> right, right, yeah. And so, like, and of course, like that's not the point, right? Um, leave the ninety nine for the one, right? Right. Like it's still like degrading and frustrating, and, and I guess degrading is not the word. Defeating is more correct. Mm. Defeating and frustrating. Um, to like, I, you want to succeed, you want to do well, you want to have loved ones, you know, be Christians, follow God, that kind of stuff. Mm. But like, it's not always by your timeline. Right. Um, never. I'm lear- yeah, I was going to say, I'm learning that it's never my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just sad. But Sometimes frustrates me immensely. Uh, another <laughs> podcast. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and so this is like a very specific side of evangelism, but yeah, and like that sense of like relationally, I'm like that's like that's the bread and butter. That's the reason why we do it, right? Mm. It's not to make converts. It's not to like flip the three thousands mind, right? I don't know why I say three thousand. <laughs> I don't think there's a story with three thousand. 
Probably somewhere. Uh, there's only I don't know. Anyways. Five thousand. Yeah. Jesus fed the five thousand. Right. And there's the three hundred Spartans. True. And there's twelve somewhere, you know, twelve dudes. Yo. Um <laughs> I mean it's like kind of the same reason that like people always say, Why doesn't God just make everyone a Christian? It's like, well, he could, but he doesn't want like worship robots. You know, he wants a relationship with us, which is once again, like a huge topic of discussion, yeah, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, I could, I don't know. To me, it's, it'd be more satisfying to build a relationship with someone and have them come to like encounter God than to have them be like, oh, okay, I guess I believe but is what that you're not saying. evangelism? Right. And to me, it, that's like long-term evangelism, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's that feels wrong to say, but like yeah, it feels no, no, like no. yeah. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But if it if we're gonna go back to the thing what you just said, like God has his timing, like what's there's no that's nothing wrong with that, right? Mm-hmm. I think people well, I have an issue when people talk about like oh, like street evangelism, or they're like, Oh, we talked to, to like two hundred people about like, Jesus and like fifty of them came to Christ. It was like what are you fixated on? Right. right. Like, is this a numbers game? Yeah. That's why I always get uncomfortable thinking about that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, yeah. And it's tough. I was reading this book too, and they were saying like, obviously it's not a numbers game, but then at like a certain point, you have to look at your numbers and see if something's going right or if there's a trajectory. I don't like the word. I knew it. I, <laughs> oh, I thought you had more to say. No, I do. I just wanted that to sit in. Like I, I've come to terms with. I think I might just hate every word. Why does everything in life have a duality? Why is duality a thing? Do you hate the words duality? I'm starting to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beginning this process now. What about um, Trinity? <laughs> that one I can deal with. <laughs> um, but like. Discipleship is really what matters. Um, mm. And so, like, evangelism, I feel like, is a replacement for discipleship. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's not. But maybe and maybe that's just the way I am and am thinking. And maybe I don't understand something. And maybe this is heresy. <laughs> but, um, like, I, like I, I don't know. Because the Great Commission says, go out and make disciples. Right. Um, and I know no one likes reading that part of Matthew because then everyone's like, oh, well, <laughs> if I don't read it, I don't have to believe it. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, <laughs> but like, I even made that joke to somebody earlier this week. But um, like, there's so much more in depth with a disciple opposed to a like a convert. Yeah, I, of, I yeah. almost said like recipient of evangelism. But yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess convert. But, but that's mm. the thing, right? Like similar to like conflict management, there's always like the follow-up afterwards. Mm. We are, we're always fixated on one aspect of it. And I think they come hand in hand, right? I think evangelism is good to share, but it's the aftermath, right? If you, after you evangelize and let's say you have a convert, right? Now the follow-up, the discipleship aspect is what comes into play next. Because if you're just a guy, if you just tell a guy, hey, Jesus, he's mm-hmm. like, cool, I believe in Jesus. And then you're like, cool, you believe in Jesus. 
you feel good because you just told someone about Jesus. You did your thing. Mm. But then at that point, it just becomes like a feels good game for yourself. Yeah. And then you're just misusing the gospel for your own personal gain. Ooh. So. Oh, that's heavy. What comes after it is the discipleship. What comes after it is the relationship that it has to be developed. Mm. Um, because that comes from evangelism. You bring them into the community and with the community, you need to like integrate them mm. and like, bring them to a further understanding. So if you're just evangelizing, but you have no follow-up, you have no discipleship afterwards, then you're just doing it wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. See, devil's advocate. I I agree with you, but I I need to say it. Say it, say it. I can't not. Say it. Yet, are we anything but those who plant seeds? So there's the Bible passage, right? It's like talking about planting seeds, right? But then there are also those who water the seeds. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be the same person. No, it doesn't. But I think you will be a a waterer for some. You will be a planter for others. And that's... I think you just have to be totally fine with that. Oh, for sure. I just... I think it's a really bad call to look and be like, I'm never going to share the gospel with some random person ever. Oh, of course. Mm. Yeah. Well, you should never deal in nevers, but right. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> should never deal with nevers. <laughs> um, but like, cause that's a bad idea. Cause who knows what powers mm. and what seeds you can plant there. Right. Who knows what will happen? Cause there could just be some dude at Starbucks who's like on the cusp of meeting God. Or just, you start him down a path. Right? Yeah, right. There's um I had a mentor who said that you might be the first person to share the gospel with someone, you might be the fiftieth person to share the gospel, or you might be the person who brings them to the gospel, but you are always part of that process no matter what. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Someone might be on the cusp. Someone you might be the first to talk about it, but you're contributing to some to the greater kingdom at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, you can also. So that's nice theme on the flip side. Um, you're the, you're, you are the devil's advocate. Uh, but like, which in a Christian podcast sounds bad. But like on the flip side of that, like you don't know what negative implications that mm. your seed planting could potentially foster. Um, and so like, you might be uprooting it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where faith plays a part. In it. I was about to say that, yeah. <laughs> Meet you too. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, like you don't know. And I, that's not, that's not a free ticket to like not think and do things because that's a bad call. Um, that's a bad decision by <laughs> not thinking and doing things. But like, that doesn't mean you can just run out the street and be like, Oh, I have faith that this will do good, Mom, Jesus, right? Because that's not that's not gonna do anything mm. if good at all, right? Yeah, like nothing good will come out of that or anything, right? So like that's <laughs> pointless, right? But like that also doesn't mean like that couple circumstances that were like, oh shoot, maybe planting that seed is the right spot, right? Yeah. Or maybe. It's not. Who knows, right? Mm. Be conscious. Intent, I guess, is the yeah. point of that. Intent. So, in conclusion, 
We've reached no conclusions. <laughs> Do we ever reach actual conclusions on this podcast? I, I, I mean, anything. Your life is just... Inconclusive. Yeah. Chris, if you ever come up with a concrete answer in anything in life, my friend, <laughs> it is always wrong. Not you. No, you're right. Maybe inconclusive would be a good retreat talk title. Oh. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> but then like, people would just come away from it and they're just like, that's inconclusive. Like, <laughs> you thought you had an answer. That's still inconclusive. It means I don't have to finish my retreat talks. That's true. <laughs> no <laughs> conclusion required. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be your final talk. No conclusion required. <laughs> Neither is that the point, right? Mm. It's to be like, here are the 10 steps to evangelize correctly. Right, even though some people would have you believe that. Yeah, I mean, and I would like to see a plan where any anything in life, mm. where there is 10 steps, <laughs> where it works 100% of the time, yeah. or like 50% of the time. Right, even like uh, the majority, yeah. I mean, like even baking, like mm. everyone says that, but oh, I have my doubts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's not the point, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think planting seeds in people's minds of what this proper proper I know you can't see the air quotes I'm doing but <laughs> proper feel the air um, evangelism looks like right mm -hmm. um, and like growing your knowledge to be able to see those circumstances in where sharing the gospel is a good call bad idea or like maybe you don't know and like Believe in a God who's greater than I. Right. Um, Absolutely. Which is a <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I think. Yeah. Use your head. Think about things. Agreed. Cool. I agree. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that seems like a good place to end. <laughs> I, this was episode 14. Three losers in a church podcast. Titled Christians in the World. Thank you guys for listening. Um, sorry. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we had a blast. Make sure to like and subscribe Dab. to the He's podcast. Furiously uh, this. <laughs> yeah, make sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, hit the bell for notifications. Ding ding. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Ariel for being the only one using the notifications. Yes. <laughs> Use the notification bell. It really helps because I will schedule podcasts to be post and then I'll forget about it. And then I'll get a notification. And I'm like, oh, shoot, my own podcast is posting. Um, so do it because yeah. if I need it, you need yeah. it. Oh, wow. Um, this is me telling you what to do. All right. I'm evangelizing about our podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. See you soon. We out. We out. Damn.